Welcome to another episode of Informers. I'm here today talking to Guru Angel of ATP UK. We will be talking about Filipino martial arts and where ATP UK originated. I hope you'll enjoy this episode and we'll learn something about Filipino martial arts. And we're live again for another podcast. So today I would like to introduce to you guys uh, our dear friend of ours, our guru from Abanico Tres Puntas, who's been kind enough to give us some ideas about what Abanico Tres Puntas is. Uh, this is Guru Angel Eligado. I'd like to introduce to everybody. Okay. Here he goes. Welcome, Guru. Magandang hapon. Good afternoon to everybody across the world. Uh, to the ATP Isle of Man family. Mabuhay. Mabuhay Master Rene Thompson, who is the overall caretaker uh, internationally of Abanico Tres Puntas. Guru Rodem, which is who is my usual training partner from the chief instructor of ATP International Headquarters in Cavite, in Pangil. Yes. And of course, to all students and peers and to every FMA practitioner, mabuhay at pugay po. Why? Okay, welcome to the Informers Podcast, uh, Guru Angel. Thank you for glad to be here. Yes, thank you for gracing us your uh, knowledge regarding FMA ATP. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, just uh, going to ask you. Uh, it's a straightforward question. Uh, mm-hmm. What What is ATP all about? Just to give our viewers an idea, what do we do in ATP compared to other FMA? Uh, Abanico Tres Puntas is a classical style of Arnis. Actually, the Philippine classical Arnis Abanico Tres Puntas International. Okay. As the Grand Master Fumon Tanaka, uh, he's a samurai practitioner in Japan, actually says, the old martial art teaches one how to kill. Okay. We are not a sport kind of Arnis. Um, we are, I do not know if I can say this legally, but maybe more um, combat, combat Arnis. Yes, we are a more combative Arnis. We are a more combative, uh, kind of Filipino martial arts. And we are not a stick art. We are blade oriented, but of course, uh, like any other Filipino martial arts, we train the person to be the weapon. So whatever you put in his hands, he can actually use and he can actually maneuver. We do not concern ourselves with disarming our, with disarming our opponent, um, but we are concerned more of the person behind the tool. So okay. we immobilize the person and not just take away the tool in sand. It was formulated where it goes back to the early 1930s 
the Abanico Tres Puntas is actually a brainchild of the great grandmaster Mateo Estudioso of Antique. Yes. Has been handed down to our present grandmaster, Grandmaster Rene Tongson, and who was gracious enough to actually hand it down to us. That's nice. So that's a, a short a short uh, history, history of, of ATP. ATP. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, with regards to ATP, do you have any idea how widespread ATP is uh, uh, worldwide? ATP is now international. Almost over 36 nations actually practice Abanico Tres Puntas. And of course, including the Philippines, it has infiltrated um, the schools, um, civilian civilian entities, the armed forces, and our police back in the Philippines. Not just in the Philippines, but also internationally. Okay, well, that's good. So basically, it's worldwide now. Yeah. ATP. It is. Yes, it, it is, is. worldwide. Yeah, we are glad to be part of the, and we're glad to be part of the family. That's nice. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. You're the head guy of ATP in the UK. So, what is ATP? Uh, having ATP in UK, how long has it already been uh, propagating in the UK? Oh, Jesus me! How long did it exist, ATP in UK? I've been I've been practicing. ATP for as long as I can remember. Um, the first time I practiced ATP in the UK was sometime in 2007 and, or 2008. Okay. And okay. I'm still practicing it now. So it's got deep roots in, in, in the UK. Right, in the UK. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, we're talking about roots. It was uh, from Grandmaster Estolioso. Do you have yeah. any background about Grandmaster Estolioso? I mean, this is going back again in the history. Uh, where is his roots from? Yeah. Okay. Um, the great Grandmaster Mateo Estolioso is from Antique. Okay. Um, during his heydays, he was actually hailed as one of the Dumog champions. Dumog meaning wrestling. Wrestling, yes. Dumog meaning and wrestling. Um, he has been champions of numerous juegos, juego todos, jewels, sports. And that was during the 1930s. During the Second World War, um, he was a guerrilla fighter. He came face to face with Japanese soldiers armed with his espada idaga and his rifle and prayers. <laughs> yes. Um, and he was very selective of his, he was very selective of his, of his uh, students, which is, I think, one of our <coughs> distinguishing factors. ATP has always been selective with students. Um, we rarely go commercial unless we are actually invited to to do uh, 
seminars. And it propagated from there, from Antique. From Antique, yeah. GM Bene, and it's now handed on to us. It's nice. Oh. Okay, I see. Uh, you just went logged there for a while. But anyway, uh, yes, you're back. So that's our GM Estolioso's history. So regarding FMA, any tips for uh, beginners? What, how do they learn it? You know, at the moment, we have no training because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So what would you advise to uh, the newbies, the beginners who wants to try FMA or Arnis or the Filipino martial arts per se? Where can they get materials if they want to, to train it on your, on your own at home and stuff like that? What's the best way to approach um, it? At the moment, uh, like what you said, we are quite limited as to face-to-face as to face-to-face -face, uh, training. GM Rene is about to do his um, third or fourth series of Zoom training online. Then apart from that, well, they can always register for, for the Zoom training. And ATP UK is also uh, on the pipelines to sponsor the next Zoom training with GM Rene. Um, I know it is not advisable, but to have a general, a general overview of what ATP is and how we actually move, they can always, we have various um, videos, training videos by GM Rene on YouTube. However, this is a warning for everyone who wants to start. Yes, it's a disclaimer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a disclaimer. Please be careful. You should always, as much as possible, train with a qualified instructor or an elder who is actually a practitioner of FMA. Okay? FMA is not a sport. Okay? Yes. The, the natural background of the Filipino martial arts is not sport. So please be careful and please be guided accordingly. Um, Sticks can easily be obtained from any sports sports shop in the UK. And but for me, I think the most important thing uh, an enthusiast should actually first do is to get up from the couch and start swinging the stick. Yes. I think that is the that is the first thing that they should do. Yes. You cannot say I'll practice it tomorrow. Oh, uh, I'm busy. I'll practice it the following day. No. As yeah. soon as you think, as soon as you feel that you want to practice FMA, you have to pick something up. You have to start. Start moving, basically. You start moving. Yeah. Start moving. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I've been training ATP for almost five years under your guidance. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Ren, uh, GM Rene, mm -hmm. uh, well, I managed to meet him when I went to the Philippines and have a one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. training with him. So I was graced with his knowledge and skills. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why you said training, you should just be diligent, consistent, and you, know, mm -hmm. you have to keep on moving. And the body itself will not move if you don't mm -hmm. move it. Yeah, it's just like a stick. It's just like your stick. If you have a nice stick there, 
Well, oh, that's a weapon. Mm-hmm. That stick will not move if you don't touch it. You know, if you don't move it from yeah. one place. So, like a, like a knife or anything, they're not gonna be deadly if nobody's moving them. So, this is avatan stick. Everybody knows what avatan stick is. But if this avatan stick does not move, or is not moved by a practitioner, this will not become an avnis. This will forever remain as avatan stick. Yeah. <laughs> Just a rattan, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a rattan. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. People are just uh you know when they look at a rattan stick from an FMA store, ah from an F- FMA maybe a sports shop that sells them, mm-hmm. you got a lot of intricate designs on it, so they get fascinated mm-hmm. with that one. But at the end of the day, it's just a stick. It's a stick. It's just a stick, yeah. It's a stick. <laughs> the beauty about FMA is that because you are shaping the body, you are actually training the body to be the weapon. Okay, you can actually wield anything and turn it in basically as a tool for self-defense. That is the beauty of Filipino martial arts and Abadinko Tres in general. So the, the actual yeah. movement is from the ground up. It's not just... Mm-hmm. You're quick in your hands, but if you're not moving your body, you're gonna get hit. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there are specific. I train well. I say this specifically for uh, abanico tres puntas, but I am very sure any kind of martial arts will actually follow well, some sort of a dictum. For us, it is important that we have the correct posture that we keep our elbows in. Well, let's go on correct posture. Your posture, if you have very bad posturing, if you have very bad stance, you cannot expect yourself to be moving fluidly. Yes. You cannot expect yourself to be able to deliver fast or accurate strikes. Accuracy is more important. Accurate strikes, powerful strikes. Practitioners of FMA, ATP, okay, we always keep our elbows in. If you put your elbow out, that is going to be cut. Okay. The very basic, but very important, is proper footwork. You move as a whole unit. When you want to strike at something, you do not just strike with your hand. You actually need to be moving. If I were sat right here on the dining table and I want to get something or I want to get something from behind me, do I just stretch my hand? Of course not. I need to get up. I need to to start walking. And that is footwork. Filipino martial arts is a moving martial art. It is a walking martial art. There are, you see a lot of business in the hand, but your footwork will actually be doubly busy compared to the hand. Yes. So, so fla- flowery hands is no good, yeah? And proper footwork. Yeah. So you, ne- you need to be working as a whole unit, basically. That's the whole point, yes. Hello, Guru. You got cut off. Hello, Guru. 
I lost you there. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we got cut off. We got cut off, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> we got cut off. Anyway, okay. Yeah, going back. So, so we're talking about it should be moving as a whole. Yeah, basically. Yeah, no, yes. no, no, no long stances. You know, no overstretching mm -hmm. and all that. So you're going to have to move mm -hmm. as a one unit. Yes. You, not, you do not only move towards your opponent. You actually walk through your opponent. Okay. A confrontation does not stop here. Yes. A confrontation finishes once you've walked through your opponent. The opponent has been immobilized and you're walking away to safety. That is when the confrontation actually ends. That's and you can only do that with your footwork. Great, yeah. Okay, uh, Guru, I have just uh, another question regarding training. Hmm. Uh, I've seen on YouTube a lot of uh, footworks training. Is that mm -hmm. a generic uh, FMA uh, Footwork training, you know, like the, the asterisk is that a generic one? Because mm -hmm. a lot of FMA uh, groups they do that one. Yes, um, the human body can only move in certain ways, unless perhaps if you're a contortionist or whatever. But the asterisk formation or the asterisk footwork is a generic. It's a generic footwork. Footwork, yeah. Um, from your asterisk footwork, there will it will. Um, are you familiar? Well, I know you're familiar with uh, the male and the female triangles. It, it yes. will come from there. Mm -hmm. The actual cross, yes. the cross formation, it comes from there. There are a lot of triangular uh, footwork with other FMA styles, and this triangular footwork you can actually see in the asterisk formation, in the asterisk footwork. So okay. no matter how, no matter how, how footwork wise, uh, they say, oh, this FMA style has a varied footwork compared to this. If you actually looked at it, okay, it will always go, go back to the asterisk pattern, to the asterisk formation. Uh, whether you go linear, you go triangular, you go horizontal, vertical, that is within the asterisk. The asterisk yeah. It goes, yeah. It falls into yeah. the asterisk. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. That's just a very good uh, point of reference because I've been seeing it on a lot of FMA and even boxing. Mm -hmm. uh, like Manny, mm -hmm. Pac Manny Pacquiao, I saw mm -hmm. him training on an asterisk. Uh, they put tape, asterisk tape on the actual boxing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I saw him training on that using that uh, approach on footworks. Uh, yes. Asterisk wise. Yeah. Yes, it is very useful. It is very useful. Okay, doing the asterisk form, the asterisk footwork. Once you step out, you again establish. You step to the left with your asterisk formation. Once you keep your opponent or your. Yeah. <laughs> to, once you keep your opponent to your center, 
then you again establish and you go back to your asterisk footprint. Start, you start again from there, yes. yes. So that's you always, start again yeah, there. start again. So that is the point mm -hmm. of reference is from where you, you ended up your movement. That would be your, another mm -hmm. point of reference for your asterisk. Yes. And then you start yes. again. Yeah, okay, I mm -hmm. see. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very good, yeah. That's a good analogy on the footwork. Yes. And if you, if you actually look at the compass, okay, it's north, south, east, west, then the quarter, the quarter yeah. ones, there's going to be northeast, southeast, southwest, northwest. It's the asterisk formation, isn't it? Yeah. It's basically, it's basically all the directions that you want to go to. So it is a general footwork. So, so it's like all like triangulation, yeah? Yes, yeah, basically. Yeah, yes. is it triangulate? Triangle here, triangle there, everywhere. Triangle there, yeah. Yeah. You go. You want to go forward. You go. You go. You just go. You go there. If yeah. you want to go sideward, you go to your east or you go to your west. Mm -hmm. You want to go forward. You go to your north. You want to go yeah. back. You go to your south. Or you actually you you can actually still use, like what I said, um, whether you want to go northeast, mm -hmm. okay, southwest. So you, you, but so you just changed you just changed right across yeah you just changed that yes, across from you, that one you just, you, you just, you just changed it that compass yeah okay. yes you just move that compass and that needle will always be in the center mm -hmm. and that will be your center line so i think that center. is the best analogy i can i you can, can give, give about regarding asterisk <laughs> yes. yes. oh, that's nice yes. and finding the center line yes so uh another I'm not gonna take so much of your time. It's just Arnis. Uh, there's a lot of uh, Arnis group that are yes. uh, mm -hmm. doing the sports side of it. Yeah, yes. uh, they do a lot of uh, competition and the stick and all that. Mm -hmm. Comparing to the ATP style, because you said it's not a uh, stick art. Mm -hmm. How do we compare to them other groups? Because uh, they do a lot of stick fighting. And then mm -hmm. if we are blade orientated, how do we... Uh, are we a different category or are we at the same category? Or are they doing the stick because just for the sp sparring purposes? Or are they still blade orientated? Do you have any idea regarding that? Okay. Uh, um I am not in any position to, or I am not, please, this is a disclaimer, yes. I am not shooting down any FMA style because I am an eternal student of the Filipino martial arts. Okay. Um, originally, Abanico Tres Puntas, we do not have competitions. Originally, because we are blade-oriented. Just imagine two Abanico Tres Puntas practitioners who actually have live blades in their hands and try to compete, what do you think is going to happen? It's, it's going to be messy. It's very messy. <laughs> yes. Uh, like what I said, okay, um, we have our principle of Sangapatama. You as a member, of the original member of the Heaven Six of the ATP Isle of Man team, yes. <laughs> knows this by heart. Okay, We have the Sangapatama. The Sangapatama is a principle of block and hit. Okay. You have already finished. Once you give your Sangapatama, once you deliver your Sangapatama, you have already, already finished both your defense 
and your offense because our sangapatama actually hits the flesh. It's with ATP, it is always metal to flesh. It is not metal to metal, it is not stick to stick. We are metal to flesh. And that okay. is why we are not considered as a sport trainees. Most of the classical styles are not. Most okay. of the classical styles of FMA, yeah. uh, they do not concern themselves with what tool their opponents have but the concern like what I said earlier is the man behind the tool without the man a knife that has fallen on the ground will always will just be a piece of metal unless it is actually picked up by another person to use as a tool so you are you are concerned to immobilize the actual the man you're concerned about the weapon not what he has in his hand if this training knife, okay, pretending that this is a real knife, yes, okay, and I was immobilized, and that drops, you have already immobilized the weapon. This training knife or this knife on the tool on the ground, it's is merely another piece. Of, yes, it's merely another piece of metal on the floor. Oh, that's a very good explanation. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So, uh, the moment I've noticed uh, GM Rene, they're very active in the Philippines, you know, uh, yeah. doing mm -hmm. a lot of training for the young ones in schools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, when's the last time you've uh, seen GM Rene? Uh, that was when I in Bantayan Island in Cebu when I was when we, uh, we attended a What's that? a very how shall I say upgrading exclusive a very tedious <laughs> a very exclusive training for, for the Abanico Tres Puntas it was done in Bantayan Cebu Bantayan Island Cebu okay. yeah. I was supposed to meet up with him and the whole team at the uh, international headquarters, of course, with GM Rodem, mm -hmm. uh, with Mas, with uh, Guru Rodem, he's uh, my usual sparring partner. Every time I'm, I'm there, I owe a lot to him. But of course, of the present pandemic, I was not able to travel. So, yeah. Because yeah. was was it supposed? Because, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he was supposed to be, there were plans to actually bring him over last May. Um, but we have already sent him the invitation. We were about to send it to the embassy, but because of the present situation, uh, pandemic conditions, so every, everything just ground to a halt. So, yeah, train, but trainings, ATP trainings in the Philippines, they are ongoing especially that we have the Republic Act 9850, which is the Arnis law. Um, it is by law that school children, but by, uh, governed by the Department of Education, the National Police, other law enforcement bodies, and the armed forces of the Philippines, uh, they actually are by law required to practice Filipino martial arts or Arnis. That's why they are they are very busy bees. Yeah. 
That's very yeah, good yeah. Body. Yes. Yeah. I think uh, I've only learned FMA when I came over here, which is a bit mm-hmm. silly. Yeah, being a Filipino. Because <laughs> it never existed back in our days. It was very, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very secretive. You know, yeah. there's no, there are no mm-hmm. schools that, no. you know, like when you look at a karate dojo, you'll find them everywhere, like a judo. Mm-hmm. You know, you got boxing and all that. But mm-hmm. you couldn't find any FMA schools back in the Philippines back then. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was really... That's why when I came over here, and then I was like, why are Filipinos not practicing this? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at online, you see a lot of foreigners doing it. And very little Filipinos, which is very... You know, it's quite ironic. Yeah, it's, it's quite yeah. ironic, isn't it? Okay, it is. Uh, basically, Filipino martial arts are niche back in the Philippines. Okay, are practiced in the backyards, wearing flip flops, wearing your whatever you t-shirt wear in the house. Yeah, we do we, not have dojos. <laughs> we our, our dojos is the backyard. Backyard, yeah the the fields where we plant rice by the seaside i think there was this mentality back in the days where if you are a practitioner of a certain martial art you have to wear a white kimono yeah a kimono yeah or you have to look like you have to look like bruce lee Yes. <laughs> or you have to look like you like you have to look like a ninja or like a, a Japanese samurai. Uh, Filipino martial arts practitioners back in the days, we were flip flops, shorts, vest top, and it's it is not practiced in in air conditioned dojos before. Perhaps now I haven't seen or haven't visited any dojo in the philippines whenever i go there but perhaps there are some exclusive dojos who actually practice it in air-conditioned rooms but i still prefer fma or arnis to be practiced outdoors yes it's nice and it's got a different feel yes. yeah it's considering the fact that most well there are seemingly more uh, um foreigners who actually love practicing Filipino martial arts. I know it is, I don't want to err on the side of a political discussion, but I think that you are not the only person who actually sense that. Why aren't Filipinos practicing this? This is ours. Yes. In Tagalog, we actually say, ito ay atin. So why aren't we practicing our own art? Why does it have to be foreigners to be actually um, enjoying or learning the intricacies of FMA when it is actually ours and it, by law, the practice, the practice of it is actually mandated. Hopefully with, with, the, with this Republica and we have more FMA warriors coming up in the <laughs> yeah. hopefully hopefully 
Because I, I just don't consider it as a martial arts for me. I consider it more of a cultural arts. Yeah. Yes, yes. that's true. That's how that's I consider true. it. It is our so, culture. Yeah. This is how beautiful our culture, our, our culture is. Yes, that's how I consider it. FMA. Uh, they say, oh, it's, it's, it's only a stick fighting. No, it's not. It's our culture. So no. that's how I look at it anyway. Yeah, yeah. It, it is our culture. And like any other culture, it has to be people or our citizens should actually exert effort to keep it alive. Yes, do not, me, me, myself, I will not let it die on my watch. Hopefully, <laughs> <We'll> just, <laughs> hopefully the future generation has the same idea about it. Yeah, we'll just have to continue, how I call the one, practicing it and then people... Yes. People just have to, basically, have to enjoy it. Yes. Enjoy it, yes. Enjoy uh, it. At first, you say you practice Filipino martial arts. Yes, you practice Filipino martial arts. But as you go deeper with the study of Filipino martial arts, it now becomes a way of living. And that is what we have to inculcate to every practitioner. For FMA to become part of living, not just as uh, an extracurricular activity where they can actually go back to and from whenever they want it. Yeah, this, yeah. And I was, I was talking, I saw Steve, Steve uh, Spicer. Posted, Spicer, yeah. yeah. I saw him. He posted, oh, I've tried adobo. And then I just commented on his thread. They said, it's about time. Now you have to try Filipino foods. Yeah, because <laughs> he's an FMA and practitioner. Yeah, so it's time for you to eat what, Filipino what, foods. What, what I actually made for him was um, chicken adobo sagata with oh, jalapeno. Wow, uh, nice. so yeah. he enjoyed it, and I yeah. promised him next time I'm going to cook some beef uh, caldereta so he can. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, I was laughing when I said, I said, it's about time. You have to get some Filipino <laughs> foods in you. So It's about time. Yeah. When, whenever my students come to Oxford, my house is their house. Yes. They raid the fridge. They raid the, the, the kitchen, whatever they find them. Yeah. Whatever they find, it's theirs. It's right yeah. there. It's, it's food. <laughs> yes. It's for them to share. Yeah, it's for you to share. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, it's a very good talk about FMA in ATP, uh, in the UK, especially ATP. And I know there's a lot of FMA groups still out there in the UK. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of them. So it's just uh, we don't really hear so much of them. There's not much. I don't think there's not much uh, activity. I saw some group on Facebook, Dose uh, Pares mm -hmm. group, yeah, they're mm -hmm. active in the in the UK, but mm -hmm. other groups I don't hardly see any of them. I know there's there's loads of them. Yeah. Um, actually, one of the security staff of the Oxford University Parks once came up to me and said, "Why, why don't we see you at the University Parks anymore?" Well, it's because of the of the pandemic, isn't it? It's because of the present. Um, health conditions within the UK that actually limit us from actually practicing in the park. But as soon as, as soon as everything is clear, we'll be back there. Back again. Back in action. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> it's not that we don't practice. I still have the backyard. We practice in the backyard. Yes. 
And it's just that we cannot congregate in big numbers uh, in accordance to um, to what the UK directives are. So we still practice, but within the mandates of the law. So any last word, Guru, that you'd uh, leave to our viewers? I'll give the floor to you. Okay, thank you so much for inviting me here and regards to the whole family. I think one thing that, well, a couple of things that I can tell uh, people who want to practice martial arts, not just Filipino martial arts, but the first thing you have to do is to get up from the couch. Find yourself a good instructor, a decent instructor, okay, with discernible lineage. Okay? You have to be able to trace the lineage of this instructor back to its, back to its deeper roots. Okay? Do not be afraid to ask questions. Do not be afraid to challenge. Okay? But once you get into practice, once you've started practicing, like what I said earlier, make it not just a hobby, but a way of life. It has to be second nature to you. If it becomes second nature to you, if it becomes a part of your daily living, it will not be a chore to practice your martial art, whatever martial art it is. So with that, mabuhay at pugay po sa inyong lahat. And thank you so much for listening. Okay. That's great. Guru, thank you very much for gracing us your time, knowledge, and experience mm -hmm. regarding FMA and ATP UK. Thank you very much. It Mabuhay. Is, it is my It is my... The, the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> okay. Thank all you right. so much. Okay. 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 Everybody, if you're in the UK, somewhere down in London, Oxford, hit up our guru, uh, Angel Eligado. Search for Lakan Angel. I'll put some link, Facebook link there, and then you can give him a buzz or message him for information regarding training. I'm sure Guru will help you out. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We do hope you enjoyed that episode.